0: I'm Sonya Yost. Hi, I'm Sydney Wolfong. You're listening to Say Hello To, a Mountain Echo movie review podcast. Today, Malcolm and Marie Hello came to out
1: on February 5th of this year and is available for streaming on Netflix. It stars John David Washington and Zendaya.
0: Okay, so I want to first ask you about... Uh, what did you think about the chemistry between these two? Do you think there was any chemistry between um, Zendaya? Not and really. David I Altonton?
1: liked the acting of each person separately from each other, um, but I just I found it really difficult to believe that they were a couple when they were together on screen. What about you?
0: No, I I completely agree. I feel I. John David Washington, I think he was a little too much at some points. I think his, yes. when he talked, he yelled a lot in this movie, which I think is, it's not his fault. I'm sure the director called for that, but uh, I don't know. I just thought he was too much. And Zendaya, I thought was, I don't want to compare the two, but yeah. I thought she, to me, she stood out more. And, but regarding their chemistry, yeah, I did not think that. They had any, even when they had those moments when it was, when they weren't arguing, which was few, but when they were kind of loving with each other, I didn't really, it, it just didn't feel real. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing um, about them that told you they had yeah. been
1: in a good and then good to relationship. me, Zendaya also stood out, but like for a different reason i don't know who john david washington is i don't know any other works that he's been in and then the only thing that i know zendaya from is from shake it up and then the greatest showman and (laughs) like obviously she showed a lot more of like her acting skills in this than she did in either those two pieces and so to me it was like wow she's like good at this she's a good actress you know like i haven't watched euphoria so i don't know how she is in that but to me, it was a surprise, almost, of how good she mm-hmm. was, just because I haven't seen her in anything else.
0: Yeah, and she, she's definitely been showing her range more lately. And Euphoria, she it's not similar, but she's definitely... Um, both characters in Euphoria and with Marie, they are, I would say, have been yeah. through a lot, if that makes sense. They're both very complex characters, so... I think she does a really good she's good with that she's good with the not really likable character and like they've been through a lot of things so I have seen her in Euphoria and but still even then knowing what she's done on that show watching her in this um, she's very much she's grown up now and She's shown that she can act and she can and she should be taken yeah. seriously.
1: Um so sort of going off euphoria, I know that um, euphoria and this were both directed by the same person, Sam Levinson. And I know that you wanted to sort of talk about Sam Levinson. Well we both did, but yeah. What do you think about Sam Levinson as the director <laughs> here?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what I think about now. I listen, I don't have a I don't have a problem with the guy like you said he also did euphoria and whatnot and he directed and he wrote this film the directing i thought was it's kind of like your average i thought there were a lot of cool long takes but with the screenplay is where i start to have a just a little bit of a problem it was you know i i don't know i have a problem with people writing characters that in just stories in general that are very focused on something that they wouldn't be able to experience, if that makes sense. So, uh, Malcolm, his character, in the very beginning of the film, he is giving this, it's such a long rant about race and the film industry. And he's saying about being a Black filmmaker. And just, I couldn't help in the back of my mind as he's talking about this and going so, just talking in deeply about oh, you know, being a black filmmaker so hard and all the things that he faces. And I just kept thinking, oh, my goodness, yeah. this is written by a white guy. You know, it just seems ingenuine in a way. And the thing, too, is that this movie is very much promoted as a, a black film for Black History Month. And it does have John D. Of Washington and Zendaya, so it has a black cast, but... Behind the scene-wise, it doesn't. And I don't know, to me, that just takes away from it because it's promoted and this, oh, it's giving this, you know, look at this and all all that. But just Sam Levinson and that, he is ranting about something that he cannot experience and hasn't. And in the end, too, Malcolm has another thing where he talks about what he's ranting about white people and I'm just thinking Sam yeah and then he also had like I don't know to me sorry he also also had had, like that rant about
1: feminism and like Sam you're a man like a white man what are you what are are you talking about right now you know (laughs) like
0: (laughs) exactly and it just and I know a lot of people might not have a problem with this I think some people Some people probably don't even, they watch the movie and don't even think to look up who wrote it, but I just can't help, but when he's talking, and that's fine if, to write, write whatever characters you want, but I think it becomes a problem when you're focusing on an issue, do you know what I mean, and you're revolving the whole story around something that you as the writer, like I've said, you can't understand, have an experience, whatever, and you're acting like you can, to me, that is just distracting. Because the entire time I'm just thinking these are Sam's words and it's I'm a black filmmaker. I'm this and I'm that and whatnot. So I don't know how you felt about that. I, that is just Yeah, I, I agreed like with incredibly you on that point. And, um, I mean, just yeah. like
1: one of the points that Malcolm brought up when he was like complaining about it was that he can't really tell a story without people turning it into a race thing and talking about how, oh, this black director is now talking about this powerful thing. And just, like, Sam Levinson, what do you know about that? You've never written a movie, and then people would make it... I mean, we're kind of making it a race thing right now, you know? But, like... (laughs) um, But (laughs) it was, was like, Sam Levinson, what do you know about what Black movie directors would go through, you know? Like, you haven't lived through that. And then also, like, even as a director, I thought that it was a very interesting choice to film the movie in black and white, I I don't know. I didn't really like it or dislike it, but it was a choice, and it was something very noticeable throughout the film, obviously. I didn't quite understand like the reason for it. It was just sort of like, oh, I want the film to be artsy. Let's make it black and white. And that's the thinking that I think went on behind that. So what did you think of the black and white aspect? It,
0: <clears throat> it was definitely an artsy dis- it, you know that it was. To me, it screams artsy, and I don't usually look. I like movies like that. You you know, usually if it's black and white for just artistic purposes, that's fine. It's whatever, but it's definitely. I think that's though. I think that's how Sam Levinson wanted it to come across, because a lot yeah, of like- shots and all that, and just the film overall is very much i there's no other way i can describe i
1: thought that the cinematography was really nice there were lots of like long takes that i really enjoyed and appreciated and the camera movements as well but just like it Mm -hmm. was like nice to view it was really pretty to watch but just i don't understand why it was in black and white
0: yeah Yeah, I'm not sure if he. I'm sure he has his own reasons that maybe he thought that justified it, or there's some thing deeper there. But it's not. It, when when you're watching the movie, you don't know why. It's just there. But like you said, it looks nice. I mean, all the shots were well done. Um, yeah. The editing too, because editing sticks out to me a lot, and the editing was fine in this. Nothing. The visuals yeah, did not. It distract wasn't distracting. Well. Um, but it was just. So I thought that was good. there, you know. No, <laughs> but <laughs> do you know what was interesting? <laughs> was that mac and cheese scene? Oh, that I want to talk about <laughs> because oh my goodness, this is not a spoiler of any kind. It's just there's a scene where uh, Malcolm he's eating a bowl of mac and cheese and him and uh, Marie are arguing, but it's uh, I don't know okay. He's just eating the mac and cheese so aggressively and so loudly. And it's too much. Like, this is my point back to, I just think John Dave Washington was kind of overdoing a lot of the actions and the work. It was just him eating the mac and cheese just completely took me out of the movie. And I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, I was like, why is he chewing it? You know, no one eats. And then he was like heavy breathing and all that. And I just, I don't know. To me, and that, I think, says something, is that even after watching this film, that is one of the scenes that sticks with me, is literally just him eating. Yeah. And the, the fact that we both and just that out. Um, like, me too. How...
1: Like, it just, the mac and cheese, like, him just smacking down on it with all of, like, the force of his lips. Like, it really did pull me out of the movie. Like, the sound, mu- the sound mixer or the Foley artist or whoever, like, did the sounds for that must have been having the time of their life because it is so loud. And not only, like, the mac and cheese as well. Like, the mac and cheese is the most prominent. But also just, like, whenever he's, like, kissing her or anything, it's just so loud and, like, wet. And it's really kind of gross, honestly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that... The- Yeah, I know that, like, the point of the mac and cheese scene is that, like, he's eating it while, like, yelling at her from, like, across the house. And it's mac and cheese that, like, she made for him. So, like, I know that that's the whole point of it. But it was just distracting how loudly he was eating this mac and cheese.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's not, because this sounds like a a dumb complaint. This isn't just... It, it, it is very much, it's a pivotal scene and that this is, I mean, they're already arguing beforehand, but it makes it worse because then she comes in and, and she's like, are you yelling at me while you're eating food I just made you? So it, it makes, this scene is what makes everything worse, kind of. So this is an important complaint, but it just, I don't know, it was just, um, it, I just kept thinking a lot of the times, and I want to talk about the dialogue too, but when they're arguing and he's doing stuff out of anger, I was just thinking, okay, I get it. Do you know? It's like you don't have to. I get it. You're mad. You're choking yeah. on your mac and cheese. I I get the message. But uh, so about the dialogue, what did you think about? Because it's movie, just two people yelling at each um, other. It's one hour. Yes, it's about like one hour and forty minutes of an argument. And nothing much else happened. So with that being said, it relies a lot on the dialogue. So what did you think? Um, at
1: certain points, I thought that the dialogue was really realistic. Like how they transitioned from like one argument to another argument I thought that that was quite natural and that's just how people would argue um and then also like Marie's sarcasm that she would use a lot I thought that that was really well done um by Zendaya I thought it was really funny and that she just played it off so naturally as like a deflecting point as well I really liked the sarcasm aspect of it but then there were also certain points where it was just like like what are we doing right now? Like you're just shouting at each other back and forth and like you're not really doing much and I know that that is how yeah. fights are, like a lot of times people yell at each other and don't accomplish anything but just I don't know. It was there were certain points where the dialogue was really spot on but other points where it was pretty bad almost.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I completely and I love dialog I'm a big fan of conflict and arguing in movies but um I think there so I loved when I heard and I when I watched the trailer and I heard the concept of this film that it's just about they come home and it starts with an argument because he forgot to thank her I was like oh that's so cool you know and to see just that escalate and get worse and worse but there's only so much that you can do with just arguing. And to make a whole film about it. And it just I don't know. And I agree that a lot of times when they were talking, it was realistic and what and how it got worse. It was believable. You yes. could understand how it would get to the point that it got to. But it was and it's some I will say at some points there was a little it was a little cringy. They would say maybe like a comeback one or two things that I thought, oh, okay. You know, a lot of times I just think, oh, okay, that's a little much. But with the monologues, because Malcolm has a lot in this where he's just complaining about the film industry and being a black filmmaker. And it it was, he he had said some good things and they you understood what he was saying, but it was, he was screaming most of it. So he's giving this monologue for almost like six minutes and Marie is just watching him and kind of admiring him. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about it's one of the ending scenes and it was, um, it just, I start to get, I can't listen to someone yell for like six minutes. Do you know what I mean? It takes me, I can't focus on what he's saying then. And it just doesn't make, it just takes, just takes me out of the film, but the dialogue For because this film focuses so much about that that i feel like the dialogue should have been a lot better because there is literally nothing else that really happens it's the arguing and it all takes place in the house so i think for this to have been pulled off you would have need to really had some like top-notch yeah dialogue
1: and i mean just um as for the monologues there really were just a lot of them especially from for like john david washington and it just he was complaining about it constantly just about like the whole race aspect of like the la times writer and that whole like you know that was the one that Mm -hmm. like mostly stood out to me because like in the beginning he was complaining about how oh she's gonna give me a bad review on it and then at the end it's like oh she gave me a good review about it but it's because like she turned it into like a black director black story whatever you know and just like i don't know it just sort of felt pointless like the ending monologue like really dude like what were you what do you want from her you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that says a lot about him as a character, that he's just never going to be happy. So you definitely, and I think about, not halfway through, this was like more than halfway through, and I it was probably during that scene, and I, I don't think it needed to be that long. It could have been two minutes, I would have got the message, whatever. And I think Sam Levinson doesn't do a good job of... He it the arguments were a lot shorter and maybe just I don't want to say a lot more explosive, but maybe just a more argument. I this doesn't really make sense. But yeah, he just draws things out for too long. And what could be a simple monologue or a simple rant is turns into something way too just way too long, way too wordy, and then you as the audience you just don't care anymore. And there were a lot of points when it was either they were arguing or Malcolm was talking or Marie and I just thought, oh my gosh, I don't really care. And that, that and that's not good. That is not what you want for a movie. You don't want people to think, you know what, I don't care anymore. But the dialogue at some points does do that to you. I think. And you had you had um mentioned beforehand about or I, I guess mean, I guess we're not doing spoilers, right? So maybe we shouldn't mention I it. think we can. but um, the knife scene, yeah. Do you know we, what I mean? Let's do spoilers. About? It doesn't. Do you
1: like, you have to have watched the yeah, movie in order yeah, to understand, wait, like, man. half of what it is that we're saying anyways, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, we were talking about the ending scenes and
1: whatnot. I mean, there's, there's not really a lot to... to spoil. It's just two people it's arguing, you know? They argue the entire
0: time. Yeah, and this is... Yeah, there's maybe a couple moments yeah. where you think they're gonna make up, and then they don't. But I just... Someone brings... it...
1: Sorry, I just, I feel like the whole movie just could have been shorter, you know, like, um it just all felt like one really long take and it all just really dragged on and then like i thought that the movie was gonna end and then like i hit the like my screen to see like oh how much time is left and i was really surprised to see that there was still 25 minutes left and i think that that was like about the time when zendaya like got the knife out or whatever and i was like okay what is going on now and then that whole like Bit of her with the knife, like showing her acting skills, and then a, him being like, "Oh, why didn't you do that at the audition?" I felt that that whole part was just really cringy, you know? Like,
0: yeah. So she is upset that he didn't cast her. It's it's all about this film that he's made that's getting critical acclaim, and she wanted, I guess, to be casted in it as the main character since the story is very much about well that's another argument that uh, they have it's that
1: like it's not about your life marie it's about it's like an amalgamation of like everybody that i've ever known you know and just leave
0: which i that was a nice turn i thought that it was there another layer to why she's really upset is because it's about her and that he kind of used that and i thought that was like an interesting which i kind of wish they would have that Sam Levison would have talked to or just delved into more is about, you know, how much is, of it is her story and does he have a right that even though he was with her and he experienced those moments with her to then make that into a movie and to sell that to people? But they didn't really... I don't know. I liked that because that's yeah. early on in the beginning when you find that out. And I thought that was a nice... Yeah like it makes matters worse and it just makes everything that you realize. Oh, this is yeah. much. And like,
1: I agree story. with you, you, but then also at the same time, it's sort of like left me confused of like, well, okay. She's saying that this is based off of her life. He's saying that it's based off of like every, a lot, a lot of people's like stories and like, who am I supposed to be believing right now? You know, like right now in the story, Marie looks quite unstable you know, like, and so I don't know who I'm supposed to believe. I don't know who's telling the truth or what the truth is. And it just sort of leaves you confused for the rest of the movie, you know? If that makes any sense.
0: I can see that. Yeah, because there's never, because Marie would say her, it was almost like they were at some point, it wasn't even a dialogue, it was just a monologue back and forth. Marie would give her two cents and then she would go away and then malcolm wouldn't he was not having it so then he would chase after her and then say his thing and there was a back and forth of just new information being thrown so you never really had a side that you were choosing but although i did think malcolm that bathtub scene which is again i think early on or about halfway through i thought what malcolm said to her about because it's yeah they're in a, a fight and they are arguing. But he says, oh, you know, I could really hurt you if I wanted to. I, Do you want me to hurt you? Let me I let me say something. And it, I didn't get that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of – I mean, who would say that? Who would say, do you want me to really hurt you? Like, no, I get that it's hard to de-escalate things. But no one – if you love someone, you wouldn't say, hey, do you want me to hurt you more? I get that you would say things that you would regret. But I thought that was – That was a little unrealistic to me. And then I was kind of on Zendaya's side, from or Marie's side from that point on. But still, they're both... both I was
1: sort of on Marie's side, like, kind of throughout the movie. Just, like, from the beginning, Malcolm was just complaining about, like, everything, you know? Like, he was complaining about the LA Times writer, and then he was, like, being rude to Marie while eating the mac and cheese. And just, it was... Like, he didn't have very many redeeming qualities, you know? And Marie didn't either, but she wasn't being as, like, rude as Malcolm was, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think Marie, there's something deeper going on with her and that she's... You know, you find yeah. out that she has had a bad past and that she had a drug addiction. And for Malcolm, you never yeah, you really just, get... He's
1: confused. a movie director, you
0: know? Well, you know, that is true. Because Marie, you get very much... Yeah, but, like, with Marie, you get very much a deeper... You get kind of an origin story from her. But with Malcolm, you don't at all. Honestly, like, now that I'm thinking about him, you don't know much about the guy. Except a scene where he talks about his past girlfriends, which is... the he just, he's, I don't know, he just That scene almost
1: like came off like braggy to me, like disgusting. him talking about all of his ex-girlfriends, like you're in the middle of a fight with your current girlfriend and you're gonna bring up your exes into it, like what are you doing right now, you know? Like that was
0: Yes, he he definitely made matters worse and I think it was I, it's easier not to like him because you don't know anything about him, and even Marie says at one point that you don't something about you never had the same struggles as me which he never even denies or anything so it just he just seems he's just mean almost for no reason and like even in the beginning
1: Marie is telling him like I don't want to fight tonight let's not do this right now you're not going to gain anything from us fighting but he just like pushes her on and on of like what's bothering you what did I do wrong you know you look so gorgeous tonight I don't understand why you're upset and just like she's telling you to stop and you're not
0: doing anything but I know No, she was trying to save yeah she was trying to save but also
1: everything. like at the same time I sort of do that like push people to talk about like what they're doing so like when he was doing that I was like oh okay I understand what he's doing but then like as he pushed more for it I was like oh I'd maybe slow down and like stop right here you know
0: like yeah and I do that because I I don't like that when people try to push. I think that's with most people, although some people do that, where they don't want to talk about it. They just want to be left alone. And it's the healthy... I mean, it, it is healthy to talk about it. So I don't think he was necessarily wrong in wanting for her to speak up. But it was that when she did speak up, he did not have a good reaction and um he just he definitely made it a lot worse and i think there was at some points where he should have just let it go or just said sorry i mean she wasn't really asking it was they were just very hostile the entire time but i think they should just actually like did the healthy thing and (laughs) sat down and talked and i mean but that but then if they did that if they sat down and talked just like normal yeah. people, then there wouldn't be a film. You know what I mean? There would be um, nothing. But I want to talk about, real quick, what this film reminded me of, which is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which is both a play and a film. But I want to talk about the the movie, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Because when I was watching Malcolm and Marie, I thought, oh my goodness, they are so... I think Levison definitely was inspired by Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? because that movie has to do with a, a married couple, an old married couple, and they invite two guests over for the house. And it's the same thing. It's just an argument happens and it just becomes chaotic. But Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf is done so well. And there's only two locations. Not in the play, but in the film. It switches locations twice. It goes from the house to like a diner. But it's all arguing. It's the dialogue. They're all yelling at each other. And and it does such a great job. And unlike Malcolm and Marie, I never felt... I never was taken out of it. And um, I never was bored. It wasn't... They were just screaming at each other or saying the whole thing. It was like they were playing mind games. And... So, I think maybe that's what Levinson was kind of going for, but I think that he did not...
1: Yeah, it definitely, like, the whole movie just sort of read more as a play. Just, like, in the, all the monologues and just Mm -hmm. the dialogue, it all just, it could have been a play more than it was a movie.
0: And, yeah. And the actors, too, because, I'm sorry, I just want to, um... And who's afraid favorite Virginia Wolf* in the movie? It's the two, the couple is played by Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. And I think most people know who Elizabeth Taylor is, but that in the movie, they are phenomenal and just great actors. And you really believe that they are together. As soon as they are introduced, it you feel like, okay, this is an old couple, an old couple, and they have been married for many years. But when you meet Malcolm, and marie i was i think we said this in the beginning but it just they didn't really have much chemistry and it was not believable yeah. they would even be in a relationship so i just think there's a lot of faults here and it has to do with the screenplay and the acting so yeah i feel like there was so would you be likely to
1: recommend this movie to somebody else
0: I wouldn't. I would maybe say a clip. Watch or the two. Like, scene, I wouldn't maybe. say watch the whole thing just to get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, ma- watch the macaroni scene so we can complain yeah. about it together. That's what I would say. But not in a good way. Like I wouldn't recommend a clip because I would say look how I mean you this could is.
1: watch a clip more, and then you could understand like, the whole movie because it's just them arguing for the entire time, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I, I wouldn't recommend watching the whole thing. If you're curious, then just look up just a, a, clip, a, a clip or two on YouTube just, yeah. and you get the the gist. Even look at, because it's getting really slammed by critics. So even if you read a review, it's, I would not say it's worth seeing. Um,
1: I would what do you be think? hesitant do you to recommend it to someone and I wouldn't really recommend it to everybody that I know. But like maybe if I thought that this person would like really enjoy it, I would recommend it to somebody. But I would be hesitant to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, if I knew someone that liked Zendaya, do, or, and I would say, "Oh, you should," yeah. it because you know she does a good job here. But for well, like, someone that if you're didn't a
1: fan like of, who's afraid of I, Virginia I, I, Wolf, maybe you, you would me. like it. But then, yeah. What yeah, would you comparison- give the movie out of five yeah. stars? I guess a rating, you know.
0: Um, what?
1: Uh, I would probably give did? it a three. I'm, I'm just because, between... like, I thought that the acting was good. It was the acting was kind of hit or miss, honestly. And mm-hmm. I felt like it hit a lot of the times, but then when it missed, it really did miss. And there were some aspects of it that I did enjoy, but for the most part, it wasn't quite that great that I would watch it again you know a three yeah
0: so what would you give it a a three i i think i would yeah three three is good because the acting was fine but the dialogue and just how much yeah. the film is dragged out is what Yeah, I think that that's what gives it a three. Even I was thinking a two point five, but it's not. It's not terrible. I mean, I I got through the whole movie. Yeah, I think three. Like if we were to like
1: grade grade it as like a teacher or something, it's certainly passing, but it's not like I wouldn't put it up on the fridge or (laughs) staple it to the board or anything like that to show it
0: off. No. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's It's just not getting any kind of there or anything. So yeah so if you're listening i wouldn't um uh, unless you,
1: <laughs> unless you really want to watch that macaroni <laughs> scene you know
0: in the film
1: the macaroni scene happens <laughs> pretty really early on watching, this you don't have to sit uh, through Johnny too much of Washington. it to get that part
0: turn, exactly, you can you can, can turn it off scene, yeah you watch um the rest <laughs> of it <laughs> Alrighty, so i'm
1: sony Yost. And you've been listening to Say Hello To.